Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and this is Popcorn where we tell you what is happening at the movies. And there's no better movie that you could see right now than Crazy Rich Asians. You, you're going to go, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to do all those things and you're going to get all excited about my guest today, Constance Wu, who is the star of this movie, which isn't just any kind of movie. It is a movie that's funny and heartbreaking and all of those things, but it also is making a kind of history. But... You know that, Constance. You know what history it's making. So welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. I do know what history it's making because I did it on a smaller scale with my TV show, Fresh Off the Boat. You did. Five years ago, which was the first network show in over 20 years to center an Asian American story. And now um, Crazy Rich Asians is the first in 25 years to star Asian Americans in a completely contemporary context. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's uh, Joy Luck Club was the last one. So there's a generation <laughs> in which this didn't happen. Yes. You didn't have that kind of opportunity. Not, or, uh, yeah. I think it's you. I think what's going to happen now is that everybody's going to do more movies as long as you star in them. Oh, well, that, that would, that would be pressure. very nice. That would be nice. <laughs> the pressure of doing that. Pressure, the pleasure. <laughs> the I pleasure, love the pressure. Well, yeah. You would. You studied it. This was what mm-hmm. you wanted to do. But the opportunities are lacking. Uh, yes, very much so. But less so now, which is nice. So how did you, in your own way, get yourself into this position? What did you have to do to get this part? Audition thousands of times? To get this specific part? Yes. No, I, I had to kind of just write an email. Really? Yeah. Hear that at home? That's all you need to do. Well, I didn't, and I didn't think it would work. It was, so I met with John Chu, the director, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was interested in me for the role, but then I couldn't do it because they were filming in the fall, and I filmed my TV show in the fall, and I'm contractually obliged to that. So I was back in my show. I kind of didn't think about it anymore, and then one day I was thinking about it, and I was like, I think I would be remiss if I didn't just let him know how much this would mean to me and how much it's going to mean to people at large. So uh, I'd rather just not regret not saying it. So let me write this little email. I I didn't even ask for the part. I I wrote an email asking him for the opportunity to audition, Mm -hmm. which sometimes you get offers instead of auditioning, and there are some managers who are like, she's offer only, but not my manager. (laughs) Um, I was like, I'd love to earn the part. I've earned everything my whole life, like from nothing. Um, and I didn't think the email would work, and it did, and I got the part. So you do this asking for an opportunity, and he texts or emails you back and says, great. Well, a <laughs> few more words than that. A few more words. And I didn't get the official so, offer. I see. But I was the only actress who screen tested and chemistry read with all the different men. But did you have the final say on your co-star? Does Henry owe you this little thing where you said, I have chemistry with him? I mean, I had chemistry with everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a little now of Jessica coming out of here. I'm good at everything I do. That's (laughs) what Jessica says. Can you set it up a little for those poor souls that either, well, the movie's just opened. Yes. But uh, the book has been out for five years, a huge bestseller, Mm -hmm. yet. There are some people that still don't know what the basis of this, this story is. This is true. And you, Constance Wu, are about to explain it to those people. 
I am. You are. I cannot wait okay. for this. Because there's only a thousand characters in it. Right? But, yeah, well, <laughs> right. 2,000. 2,000. Yeah. Um, it's a story about a Chinese-American woman, Rachel Chu, who um, goes to Singapore with her boyfriend, um, played by Henry Golding, to attend like the wedding of the century. And the boyfriend, Nick, neglects to tell Rachel that he's from like the old wealth of Singapore, like so wealthy that you like control the markets. <laughs> Um, also that he's like the most eligible bachelor so that all the girls when we go to Singapore are going to be like trying to claw my eyes out. <laughs> um, he just forgets to tell me that. Like he, he just does forgot. somehow. For- he's like, oh, I'm, what, but you know what though? How do you say like, oh, I'm rich. Like it's weird. <laughs> like the other day. I guess it's weird. No, he, <laughs> no, because I was in a cab the other day with his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, he was the brother of a friend. He didn't really know me that well, and he was in England, right? And he goes, what do you do? I was like, oh, I'm an actor. And he goes, oh, I did a lot of extra work when I was in Toronto. Um, What kind of acting do you do? And I was just like, guess I'm a movie star. (laughs) Well, my kind of acting is, I'm a movie star. I mean, I felt so ridiculous saying it. (laughs) But like, so Nick, the character of Nick, be like, I am so wealthy and all girls want me. That was not, not, not a great thing to say. Well, I always, even the... <laughs> it was horrible. I laughed when me. I said it. I was like, <laughs> I keep on the movie, movie star. star. Because a lot of people, when I first read the book, I was talking to people about it and they would say, what is it with this guy that he couldn't give her the slightest hint? Like saying, well, my mom... <laughs> yeah, because that's what be I didn't... Could trouble. It could be. Definitely yeah. was. Nick's mother has a very uh, prescriptive ideas of who her son should marry and date. And it's not Rachel. It's definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. You know, because she considers, you know, Americans to be gauche and, like, because I'm working class and, like, I don't have any money and, like, uh, I follow my passion instead of following, like, responsibility. She hates that. And so she hates me. And then we kind of figure it out. Well, there is a little of this. Well, this this there is the is, way we figure it out, kind of, yeah, you know. A, and that's Michelle Yeoh playing uh, mom in in this movie. Oh, yeah, very this much This is so. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. This is somebody who could take you if she wants to. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. She could probably just do that to my neck. Don't they do that? <laughs> they do. It's like, oh, no, isn't, then they fly. I think that's Kill Bill where she's like. <laughs> yeah, Kill Bill, it's like the same it's thing. Someone, yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, he rips off movies, so yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> That's horrible. I love his movies. No, I love it. Oh, my God. Even though it's called an homage. It is, because he's a cinephile. Yeah. And so he loves all those. I'm trying to, like, backpedal, backpedal. But you don't have to, because a year ago, Time Magazine said, Constance Wu is one of the hundred most influential people in the world, on the globe. So once they say that, it's Time Magazine, what happens to you the next day? Do you go out and start influencing people? I went, just went to set and went to work. <laughs> That's it. But you are known for being outspoken about your beliefs, which I think is great. You say what's on your mind. I do. That could be trouble in Hollywood. Usually people, movie stars like yourself, <laughs> usually have teams that say, Constance, no. no. 
No, saying I that. I do not have such a team <laughs> because I select my team wisely. But <laughs> um, if I did have somebody say that, I probably just wouldn't listen to them. You know, I'm pretty stubborn. And I actually don't think it's that scary because I think if you decide what you value um, and what you're scared of losing, then speak, if speaking out makes you lose that, then of course you shouldn't. But it's the not speaking out that would have hurt me because it, the, my values are informed by things that really matter to me. I think acting is about the human soul. And so I think we are protectors and conveyors of that. And um, I, yeah, if I, if I miss like a billion dollar paycheck because I said a weird tweet or something, mm -hmm. that's probably not the job I want to be on because that director or that team has different values than I do. And I, I wouldn't want to be miserable on a set. So I don't think it's a great loss. It's, I, it has lost me some stuff. Well, and then you're at this point, success, huge success on television. That's not just any other show. It's really successful show that people talk about. And now we're on the cusp of this. If this does what everybody is saying, including critics like myself, uh -huh. what happens then? How do you keep it going? I have no idea. Really? No idea? No, I'm, honestly, well, I'm like kind of terrified Kevin of Kwan it. Kevin Kwan did write two other books. You know, so there's at least... Oh, I mean, there's that happening. But, like, yeah, in terms of, like, what it's going to look like, my life, what it's mm -hmm. going to feel like, I don't really have a model of success. Um, somebody who looked like me, who has sort of gone through these steps and is an activist and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, and it's actually kind of scary to not know. But then you scary, just... Scary, exciting, scary, though, isn't it? Not necessarily. Well, you don't know, not knowing everything in terms of how exactly it's going to work out. In terms of how I'm going to handle it emotionally. I That's see. what it is. Are you, are, I'm are, a very sensitive person. Are you more Jessica than you are Rachel? I am, I don't know. I'm, I'm very much Kathy. That's a character I play in. And Insiders, yes. That was, the, <laughs> that's embarrassing, but. I'm very much Kathy. Like, <laughs> All right, little, you people. She's a little funny. <laughs> Go start streaming Eastsiders oh and you'll see oh my goodness. what she means by that. But what? talk to me. This is the first time you're on the show. So people that have heard may not know what your history is. But what are your roots? What, how did you grow up? I grew up in Richmond, Virginia mm -hmm. as a theater kid. Mm -hmm. uh, who was really sensitive and melodramatic, and I don't know. And then you decide, what, I'm going to be an actress because I want this, and you study in New York. Yeah, I went to conservatory. I mean, I, I did community theater growing up as a kid. I always loved it. It was my, like, second home. And so it was only natural that I'd just keep doing it because once I started, when I was 10, I never stopped. Um, so I went to conservatory, and then I graduated, and then I did the thing that New York actors do, you know, pounded the pavement, going to auditions every day, waitressing at night. Uh, I've heard about your waitressing. It's kind of famous now. Well, yeah. Can we yes. talk about right. your yes. camera guy? <laughs> I walk in here, I walk in here and the camera guy is a guy I know from a former waitressing job. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. Amazing. It was one, amazing. One can't escape one's past when they're on this show. Uh, well, <laughs> it's this always there. <laughs> That was a part of my path that I'm happy path. to see again. See, that's yeah. a good thing to do that. But how, 
what were you facing? Before we were talking about you being outspoken enough to say, I'm fighting for my right to have a job or Mm -hmm. to be cast according to something. But what were you facing at auditions when you first would go out for this? Well, okay, so I get this question a lot, and I feel like my answer is not necessarily satisfactory, but Mm -hmm. I'll give you a true one. If I experienced racism or Mm -hmm. anything like that, I was not conscious of it. And it was because I feel like I was my own worst enemy. I would take, anytime I didn't get something, I would tell myself it was because I was a bad actor or I wasn't pretty enough. And I would just internalize it. It's a fun thing to do, internalize. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. You know? So I sort of That's got why in therapy my own is way. so successful in profession. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, that's it. Um, no, it's not you, Constance. <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm. I, I still do that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I didn't experience it that much. I was lucky enough that I went to a really good drama school, so I got a really like good agent coming out of drama school who didn't submit me for parts like... Chinese waitress number three, even though I could probably play that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be method acting. Moving right up to Chinese waitress number two. Yeah, I know. After three really works. Yeah. But you, like most actors that I have here, they've all done that. That's like um, a apprenticeship that you do. You're either on Law and Order or I you're... Law and Order. There you go. Yeah, See? playing a child prostitute. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> and you called home and said... I, said, I made it. I said, I'm playing a flirty girl. Flirty girl. <laughs> that was my euphemism. And what happens when they see it? They don't. They don't. They just never see it. I mean, my parents aren't really, like, I mean, they're divorced. But, like, my dad's TV isn't even plugged in. You know? It's not like they can't work like they're the really DVD proud. player. Yeah. They just, it's just, they can't get the TV even plugged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, I mean, I was, at, I was at home a few weeks ago, and uh, my dad was like, hey, you, you still doing that boat show? <laughs> I was like, I am. Oh, that's so great. I'm so proud of you. At least you can always count on family validation no matter what you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> still on the boat show? <laughs> But he said it in a positive way. In he a just, loving way. And I was like, yeah, did, do you not know? Do you not watch it every single week? No, I don't watch it every <laughs> single week. I watched the pilot. <laughs> wow. What, what now with Crazy Rich Asians? Have you taken your parents to a premiere or an opening somewhere of this? No, mm-hmm. no interest. I don't know if there's no interest. interest? This is a lot. That's a lot mm-hmm. of moving parts and doing this press tour and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I hope they see it and like it. So what's your hope for Crazy Rich Asians? What, what in your dreams were you hoping this movie might do? To be honest, I just hope people like it. I just hope that, um, they find it really funny and I hope they find it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in term in the bigger picture, I, I hope it just, um, gets people to invest in stories from creators of color um, because I mean if it does well at the box office well of course we because can, in the end it all comes down to that doesn't it if it doesn't do it well doesn't, at the box though, office it doesn't though. always because sometimes they'll put a star in yeah. who's like a white star mm-hmm. who has had many flops and 
he's or, or hasn't done anything at all and he's the lead um, and they'll still let him be the lead mm-hmm. and people are saying like oh if you mess up this one you're never going to have another opportunity yeah, that seems totally unfair yeah it's you a little know, unfair what? yeah no, it is yeah it's the rep sweats we call it <laughs> That's yeah it, really uh-huh it's a great, it's a great phrase yeah. to do that. But I'm predicting that it is going to be a huge success. You Thank can you. feel it. You can watch it with an audience, and you can feel how they're relating to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's the next step after that. You're going to do another season, of fresh off the boat. Yep. Mm-hmm. So your dad can see another boat show, and it well, will be good. And he I can think continue to ask me the question: question? Are you on the boat Are show? <laughs> and I can, can continue, continue to say, to do that. I am. Wow. It's I'm so proud great. of you. You, oh. you should be. Like. Well, because it, it should be. I'm a movie star. I am. But this is the first time you've been on the show, and they're waving at me and saying, this is a movie star. You can't keep her here forever. Mm. But this show always ends uh, in song. Right. Just a little bit of a song that's in your heart, Constance. I thought of one, actually. Have you really? Because I was prepared. Oh, you prepared. Yeah. That's what an actor prepares. It's a book. <laughs> <laughs> I studied heavily. Um, because we're parting, um, I decided on this song. Every time we say goodbye, I die a little. Every time we say goodbye, I wonder why a little. Why the gods above me who must be in the know think so little of me they allow you to go <laughs> I'm trying well, to do it earnest and it was earnest it. and then mm. you know you made a joke out of it and I was about to weep ah oh, damn but it but I don't know but you know next time if I was a real movie back, star but and ri- no but weep. that was a beautiful voice there's people out there saying now <laughs> The Constance Will Musical. Well, that's what I want to do next. I want to do a musical. Well, of course you so do. bad. That was like not even. Well, that was, that was weird. No, it was not even. <laughs> it was not even. But to us, it was really great. So thank you. Thank you. I wish you nothing but huge success. Thank it's you. It's great. It's, it's kind of wonderful to be around something like this when it's happening. Yeah, it's so exciting. So it is. It's a, we're going to be happy. There's going to be nothing you that takes that us such to therapy. We're going to be we're happy. We're going to be happy. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. This is so lovely.